0: Welcome and welcome to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Guess what? Episode number two hundred and fifty-three. Just incredible that uh, we have been uh, that we have these many podcasts available to you. I want to thank you for your listening and support. Uh, we have an email address at drronradio at gmail and we are Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, on Facebook and on Instagram, it's uh, Doc Ron Radio. So glad to uh, have you hook up with us and we'll keep you uh, up to date on what we're doing and where we're going. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today uh, we have a guest, Dr. Ron Repussy, uh, to talk about cryo. He's going to begin about 15 minutes after the hour, but I have to start the program by telling you that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advised and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So as you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've been doing this podcast for quite some time and we're really enjoying it. And we always have an attitude of gratitude. Uh, to our listeners, because gratitude improves our quality of life, and it is an antidote for negative emotions like depression, anxiety, and anger. So today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to start off the show with, uh, with something that I, I cannot let just, just pass by, and um, then we'll bring in our co-host, Dr. Dan and Dr. Jerry, and, and, our, and our guests. So I just heard some, some things in the background there. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you were charged with a DUI, what would happen? Your license to drive would be suspended in the state where it was issued. And thanks to a coordinated effort in the United States, that exchanges information between the DMVs, the drive, the driver, the Department of Motor Vehicles. And so you won't be getting a license in any other locale while the suspension is still enforced. But a license to practice medicine and even surgery, I want to just tell you today because I I think it's important. That's another story. A new investigation has revealed that doctors can bounce from state to state to set up shop in new locations, even while banned from practicing in others. It's a national scandal, and you're not hearing about it anyplace but here. One that should have been fixed a long time ago, and the bottom line is, if you aren't familiar with the history of the physician who's treating you, it may be time to do some digging into their past and do your due diligence. Here's what you need to know. Let's, let's take uh, little little Morgan Brooks. She was only two months old when she was given a laxative at twice the dose an adult should be taking. What a tragic mistake, huh? The Illinois Board of Professional Regulations, they didn't think so because it turns out that Dr. Jay Reisman, had ordered the exact same overdose on another baby just a week prior. Due to that incident and others, Illinois suspended his license for a minimum of five years. But guess what happened? Instead of hanging up his hat, what do you think he did? He simply moseyed across state lines and hung up a new shingle in Missouri. And today he practices at St. Luke's Hospital in Kansas City with a license that's valid in that state. The hardest part is to know that he's still practicing medicine. Said Gail Bowman, whose mom Frances died under this doctor's watch, when he failed to treat this woman for sepsis, which is a blood infection. But Reisman is far from the the only doctor who's pulled this trick. But
1: anyway, you'll see. You'll listen.
0: Okay. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. There there was interference there. Um, So Like I say, this doctor is not the only one to pull this trick. A joint investigation by the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and MedPage today discovered that he's one of over 500 physicians facing serious disciplinary action, including some who have been stripped of the right to practice medicine and who have slipped through the system. And they've gone to practice elsewhere. So what do the experts say? That 500 isn't even close to the real number. That's despite the fact that the federal government maintains a database that was created to t- take uh, keep track of malpractice payments, or uh, uh, yeah, the malpractice payments after an award is won. But guess what? The information contained in over 1.3 million records on file in the National Prote- uh, Practitioner Data Bank isn't available to the general public. That treasure trove of data on doctors is released only to hospitals only two insurers, and only two state medical boards. So why aren't the states making use of this information? Well, it turns out that most just don't bother. As the former director of research for the database said, quote, it's very unusual to get queries from a state looking for details on a doctor. What do you think about that? Of all the meager numbers of inquiries made by medical boards, just two states, Wyoming and Florida, accounted for more than two-thirds of those requests. If individual states aren't looking out for your welfare when it comes to practitioners they're, that they're granting licenses to, how can you protect yourself and your family? You shouldn't go by how a particular hospital ranks one of its physicians. At that that, that won't tell you the whole story. Reisman, for example, was characterized by the Kansas City Hospital, where he currently works as having served his patients and their families and his staff with clinical excellence, patience, and insight. But there's some good news, ladies and gentlemen, because it's possible to get some information on your own. It will take a little bit of sleuthing, though. One way to, to do it is to go to doc Info, D-O-C-I-N-F-O dot org. That's a search tool run by the Federation of State Medical Boards. Enter your doctor's name, and you'll find out which states are, uh, they're licensed in and if there's been any actions taken against them. To get free of further details, you will have to go directly to the State Medical Board. Another thing you can do is check out Surgeon Scorecard. Surgeon Scorecard. That's put together by ProPublica. It ranks the performance of more than 17,000 surgeons for eight common elective procedures, knee replacements, hip replacements, keyhole bladder removal, etc. And that information can be accessed uh, on your computer by entering either a hospital name, a surgeon name, or even your address. So you can find that by going to projects.propublica.org. Forward slash surgeons. I'll put that on my Facebook page. So you have two websites, docinfo.org and projectspropublica.org, to check on your physicians to see if they indeed uh, are practicing without a license and and getting a license to practice bad medicine. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just have felt I had to tell you that, and, and I was looking back over the past. Years of, of broadcasting, and some of the things I want to talk to you about today, you know, like the Z pack for heart attacks, I, I told you four and a half years ago that Z pack that, that that physicians give out like candy uh, is associated with heart attacks. So there's a now, now the main line is 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 catching up on that. I want to tell you about Wi Fi and cancer. We've talked about it a lot of times, and then the crazy idea that somebody's coming up with to treat Alzheimer's with ibuprofen. Can you believe that? All right, before we get to those uh, subjects, though, let's uh, introduce uh, Dr. Jerry Smith uh, from Pennsylvania, an author, a lecturer, a knight, and a birthday boy. So happy birthday, Dr. Jerry. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's fun to be on. (laughs) It's good that you made another year, my friend. It's good that I made
1: another day. When my feet hit the ground, I'm happy as a little kid in a candy shop.
0: <laughs> and Dr. Dan, the wound man, how are you doing?
2: Good. Good afternoon. Bon, bon pomeriggio for our Italian friends, and uh, happy birthday, uh, Jerry. You made it.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
2: I won't give the number. You can give it if you want. Like yeah, 75. Week, but...
1: It's It's a good number.
2: It's a good number. When you make 75, you're good to to at least 125. At least.
0: Maybe 150. So, you know what? That brings up an incredibly apropos piece that I saw today. In fact, I initially saw it this morning in USA Today. And guess which country has the highest uh, centenarians. United States. No, United States is 34th. Italy is number one. (laughs) no wonder. (laughs) It had a health grade of 93.11 out of 100. Uh,
2: Italy.
0: It it says where babies born today can expect to live well into their 80s. Okay? And then they go on to, to talk about what we have talked about, the Mediterranean diet, a plethora of vegetables, extra virgin olive oil, fresh seafood and coming in second place with an average lifespan of 81 years was Iceland. It also came in as the world's happiest country. And then yeah. uh third, third place was Switzerland. It's an interesting read and you can read it in today's USA today. And then Singapore, but you know, as we've said before, we spend the most of any civilized country in the world of medicine. And now we're ranking number 34.
2: Um, what's number one, uh, Ron? I missed that one.
0: Italy. That was Italy. Italy. Oh, I it's
2: did the it. Okay. It's the Chianti. That's what it is. And it's yeah. the way of
0: life. It, it is the way of right. life, uh, uh, that they lead with, uh, you know, with family, some faith, they are faith-based, they put always put family first. They, you know, they don't eat until they're overstuffed. So, uh. And they move naturally. You know, you don't find Italians doing the high intensity workouts. They'll go for a bike ride, they'll go for a passeggiata, they'll go for a nice walk. Uh, so, uh, anyway, something you can look at. Uh, uh, USA Today had that article, but it's also on Bloomberg and, and other places. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what I want to talk to you about today is that we will have the chat room open. And if you want to go there uh, with a question on Block Talk Radio, uh, You know, I'll I'll take a look over there and we'll get you in. And toward the end of the program, we will have time for questions and answers. Uh, Let me just uh, bring up this thing about ibuprofen ibuprofen and and, and Alzheimer's. I mean, you know, looking for a cure for Alzheimer's disease, it's almost like looking for the, uh, the the Ark of the Covenant. And Dr. Patrick McGear, who goes by the title of Canada's most cited neuroscientist, says he's believed he finally found it. He actually told reporters that he could make Alzheimer's disappear. Come on.
1: So it's just, he doesn't this, remember himself.
0: <laughs> is this yeah, exactly. I, I thought it was an April Fool's joke. Okay, but it's not. It's really a dangerous medical, if do-it-yourself medical uh, treatment. What what he is proposing, and a lot, oh gosh, is it, a lot more like causing kidney damage, strokes, heart attack, GI bleeding, leaky gut, for a hypothetical Alzheimer's cure. But why even contemplate that risky idea? I know Dr. Jerry wants to talk about this, but certainly everyone's been waiting for this cure for Alzheimer's disease. And McGeer claims to have come up with a game changer to eventually eliminate it. So what's his big finding? He proposes that people in danger of developing this disease simply pop an ibuprofen every single day for the rest of your life. And he said there's no time to waste. Okay, He said if you're prone to dementia, start in the middle, middle age rather than senior years. He said untold numbers of lives will be saved, but we'll have something to say about that. But how do we know who's at risk? Well, guess what? He has the answer for that. It just so happens he invented a test. Okay? None other than that is patented test by this doctor who's recommending ibuprofen it involves analyzing your saliva for a protein that he says is a surefire indicator of dementia so if your levels are high it's time to start up start the ibuprofen to ward off the disease but uh dr mcgear it's not that simple we've reported on this show That ibuprofen that's sold as Motrin and Advil and other NSAIDs such as aspirin and naproxen the Aleve have some nasty side effects, doctor. And that taking them even occasionally is a risky proposition. And if you take them every day for decades, that that would be a game changer, leading to heart disease, kidney failure, hearing loss, and potentially life-threatening stomach bleeds. And why? These drugs aren't even safe to take when you're sick. Remember how I told you that Dr. Jerry reiterated our research found that taking NSAID drugs during a bout with cold or flu can triple your risk of suffering a heart attack. And bleeding from these drugs, ulcer tears, inflammation already sends a hundred thousand Americans to the hospital every year. Did you know that, Doctor? Can you imagine how those numbers would skyrocket if people started popping these? Pills every day to dodge dementia. Where your kidneys, where your kidneys are concerned, a large study of thirty thousand people discovered that if you have high blood pressure, taking one of these meds for as little as three months can make it a third more likely that you'll develop chronic kidney disease. Dr. McKeer, did you know that? Did you and really have to realize that? that? The, yeah, the
1: ibuprofen also has two black box warnings.
0: Yeah, you're, all right, you're right. And what, and why is what's a black box warning, Dr. Jerry? A black box warning is uh, something serious that the
1: person who was prescribed it should really um, you know, evaluate. It basically it's telling the people that you have an increased risk of heart trouble and it's linked to heart attacks, strokes, blood clots all of which could be deadly. And the other factor, of course, as you mentioned, It can damage the lining of your stomach, putting you at risk for ulcers, you know, bleeding ulcers, heartburn. So, you know, a black box is a serious warning. If the FDA puts that on any drug, watch out.
0: Yeah, I mean, they they, and and the FDA is so pro-pharmaceutical companies, ladies and gentlemen, that if you get a black box warning, I mean, it's really serious. Yeah, it's a bad boy drug. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Okay. so don't let this the, that taking a, an ibuprofen every day come and boomerang rang back and haunt you, okay? Uh, please uh, do your homework and review what we've told you here. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, we had talked about pain last week and how you could treat it uh, uh without opioids and maybe we'll have a a chance to talk about opioids later in the show Uh, but one of the methods uh, that is used to treat pain is a cryo sauna and uh, Dr. Ron Repasey has uh, two of these units uh, in southwest Florida uh, where where he treats a variety of people for fibromyalgia, for um, chronic fatigue syndrome he also treats athletes but rather than me go through this list, uh, we have him here live today, uh, to explain about cryoson and what he thinks about it and what, what, you know, what, what lies in the future. Dr. Ron, good afternoon.
3: Yeah. Good afternoon to everybody. It's been a while since I've been on yeah. this,
0: uh show with everyone. Well, we have Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan as co-hosts now. And, uh, after you and I started this this puppy about four and a half years ago, it's it's been growing and growing and growing. Yeah, Doctor Ron, you know, tell us uh, what is cryotherapy and and what it's used for, and and what if there's different kinds, why you prefer one more than another.
3: Right. Well, I mean, you know, typically to start off with is most people don't understand the terminology. So cryotherapy confused with uh, just ice pack therapy. So a lot of times if people are searching around in a given community, they may see a facility that seems to have uh, something called cryotherapy and it might just be a variation from you an ice pack to a hot pack if it's a physical therapist or chiropractor's office. So uh, when I started doing what is really in full length name known as whole body cryotherapy about three years ago now, uh, to utilizing cold air to essentially help the body heal, and it actually uh, pr- it, it basically puts the body in a in a good form of stress because in this society where, as I know you talk about quite a bit on your on your show, we're talking about stress. You know, prolonged stress elevates cortisol levels. Oh, got a ringer on the background there.
0: <laughs> well, that that that'll create some stress, a little cortisol.
3: No, just creates a pause. <laughs> <laughs> creates a break. So yeah, prolonged you know prolonged stress, as we know, increases cortisol level, and prolonged increase in cortisol can really suppress testosterone, growth hormone, and a myriad of other symptoms can unfold from adrenal fatigue. I know you mentioned uh, chronic fatigue, and the big uh, big buzzword last last fifteen years, people are being diagnosed with something known as fibromyalgia, which is basically a uh, a medical term for just multiple areas of aches and pains that they branded into a name that uh, typically is wrapped around just chronic stress. So, whole body cryotherapy, getting back to what you were mentioning, you know, we began, uh, you and I actually together, you know, began to implement uh, what at that time was fairly new and very new to the general public in the United States, even though in Europe and back in Japan, this technology goes back literally to the late 1970s. And uh, a Japanese scientist uh, was performing cold air treatments on rheumatoid arthritic patients. So getting into autoimmune type issues and factors and general arthritis Hello. and really what I'm still, are we still connected?
0: Yeah, you're good. My mistake.
3: Okay. No worries. So, you know, the arthritis is uh, the general aches and pains, and so, as I was saying, you know, in, in Japan and and in Europe, it's, you know, going on basically a essentially a 40-year history of a technique that just involves infusing cold air around the human body that essentially reduces the pro, pro-inflammatory hormones. So, you're reducing an inflammatory state, and you're also getting a localized cooling of the tissue, you know, affecting, you know, generally the, the issue of aches and pains, but it goes a little bit beyond that. It's just in the United States the pro athletes are really the ones that uh, made it known and it's become really, really uh, popular lately. So we were, you know, three years back, we're a little bit ahead of the game. Some of the pro teams like I found out directly from a few people who have direct connections with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, they were using it in kind of what, what we're calling now just, uh, you know, they're doing body hacking, so to speak, just different things to test the body and redo blood samples and seeing what, what essentially uh, can biohack the system to, to, to look toward that uh, panacea or that anti-aging secret, or for athletes, give them the advantage uh, where they aren't going to get into issues of drug testing and things that are outside of the rules and regulations of the game. So my, you know, my interest in it was just not having that uh, that entity really in natural form to help somebody heal from the inside out. You know, as a chiropractor of 23 years, uh, working on people from uh, spinal connection, you know, neurologically. Outside in, checking for fixations, checking for stiffness, muscle spasm, obvious tenderness in the muscle tissue, in the various joints of the body, and getting those areas moving better, that's one essential component. But at the same time, we have to look at, the, as you get into, the foundation or what's the fundamental cause of why people may be in pain. So whole body, wrapping it back to whole body cryotherapy is essentially the best part about it. It's a three-minute treatment. Uh, people know what saunas are for the most part, and it's something that I know uh, you've been really diving into, and I've been promoting quite a bit myself. But instead of it being hot, whole body cryotherapy is a, typically they a stand-up booth. It's almost like a stand-up tanning bed that you step into, and we infuse cold air. In our case, we use liquid nitrogen as it vaporized into the chamber, and it can produce a essentially an extremely cold temperature, but because the nitrogen is dry, it's um uh, It's an invigorating effect rather than an uncomfortable effect at all. So it's a a very tolerable process, even at the upper ends of minus 300 degrees, if you can imagine that, especially when you think about an ice bath being generally on average mid to upper 50 degrees in the positive side of the frame, you know, getting down to a negative 200, 250 degrees Fahrenheit uh, is very, very doable without any issues of skin burning or uh, frostbite or what have you in that two and a half minute to three minute time frame. And we have that very well dialed in, especially after three years of testing, you know, this in our own clinics, uh, you know, that right around the 202 to 250 degrees seems to be really quite, quite just and, and comfortable for all ages. We have, you know, teenagers as young as 13, and I've had people over the age of 100 go through a three-minute cryotherapy session for a variety of reasons as well. You know, some, it might be a hip. We certainly have in, in Florida, we have a lot of golfers and tennis players, so the hip, the shoulder, the elbow areas are real common. Of course, your traditional neck pack, neck and low back or static type pain, also very common. Uh, And then we also have people that uh, have caught on that uh, it helps in just overall mood and affect because it's an adrenaline and endorphin exchange, so it actually affects hormonal response. So people use it and have found it to be very... uh, you know, very helpful in enhancing and enlightening, uh, enlightening their mood from, from very mild, mild forms of depression. Also, because it is a metabolic boost, just as any form of as I'll get back to, uh, it, it tends to boost your energy. And because it's boosting your energy and creating an adrenaline response, in contrast to feeling revived during the day, people tend to sleep really, really well at night. So that's another, you know, another benefit. And kind of a tertiary benefit with nitrogen being a collagen renewal, it actually helps to replenish skin cells. And we've had eczema cases, psoriasis cases, you know, skin issues that that is nothing to do why I got into it, but you just kind of step into it. Because when people get into these machines, they're just seeing a variety of great responses that are kind of outside, you know, my premises, the why I got into it, mainly as you were opening with getting into opioids, you know, opioids and people even taking over the counter Tylenol and ibuprofen, on a repetitive basis and the and the long standing consequences even uh even as far as death uh from something that seems as simple as an over the counter bottle of pills to help them, you know, play their golf game to begin with every day. So the whole body cryotherapy is a great augmenter as people become more and more aware uh to help, you know, limit some of these risks as people become more educated about some of the dangers of what seems to be or in many people's minds kind of a you know a safe thing to take, such as ibuprofen or Tylenol, acetaminophen, things have been around for, you know, quite a long period of time. Yeah, Dr. Ron? A,
1: yeah, yeah, I just had a quick question. Do you find that the cryotherapy, like, enhances your chiropractic adjustments
3: um, when in combination that way? My answer would be yes, just because when people are not nearly as sensitive, when their set points are lowered, um, number one, they, they, they feel like they're in a, a place where they uh, – you know, they they see they see some promise, so they're already feeling more positive about, you know, if they're a person that's been to different medical practitioners and not really getting to where they had hoped to get to, it tends to open that door of promise. And then certainly, you know, when they're less tender or less at uh, a lower level of pain, I'm able to do a little bit more and get into a little bit more of my chiropractic work without, you know, trying to be more tentative just because of their sensitivity or their set point at where they are. So I find that it does it does mitigate their symptoms or bring those pain symptoms down, you know, that much quicker. And again, that would be kind of referring to more your moderate, you know, moderate, moderate severe cases where sometimes it's very difficult to do a whole lot, whether you're a massage therapist, chiropractor, physical therapist, or what have you, just because, you know, they're in a level of pain that is almost in the realm of of needing medication where again, the cryotherapy that I didn't have prior to three years ago allows me to to entertain people in that category and hopefully, and, and I've seen it many times, help them to, you know, steer clear of the prescription drugs. Right.
0: And just yeah. and tell, tell Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, and our and our audience that uh, about the nitrogen. You know, it's not nitrous oxide. You're not going to fall asleep. How are the How are they? How are your clients positioned in 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 the, in the uh, sauna? yeah it's a
3: that's a good question and and there are there is uh, some other products out on the market and some competitors that are misleading the public and claiming um the the term you know nitrogen being harmful or dangerous and and what have you and Essentially, when I've been interviewed on camera, I've talked about a butter knife being dangerous. I mean, you can spread butter on a bagel or you can stab yourself in the chest. I mean, essentially, nitrogen is is uh, what we're breathing. 80% only, you know, only 20% of our atmosphere that we're breathing is oxygen. So we're breathing, we're breathing nitrogen-rich air. So nitrogen is safe. It's not flammable. Uh, the fire department, they know all about it. Not a concern, even though we have gigantic 230-liter tanks times three of them in our centers. Um, so, it's very safe, and what you're referring to is positioning. So, as I mentioned, many people are familiar in this day and age with tanning, you know, tanning salons or tanning beds, and, and the newer versions have been a stand up form rather than lying down. And so, our unit, you are standing inside a booth, but the booth has a lift or elevation system. So, the only area of the body exposed by the cold air uh, in its entirety is essentially from the lower neck down or upper chest down. So, you're not even breathing the nitrogen vapor as it is, which is one of the things I find to be more uh, more beneficial and essentially what I like a little bit better than a walk-in so-called booth or chamber that's head to toe, where you have to cover the ears, cover the, the mouth, maybe even the tip of the nose so you don't get frostbitten. And even more concerning for me is because I have an older clientele. Those styles of technologies tend to, to have the person breathe in a certain percentage of cold air into their lungs, which if you're asthmatic, if you have COPD, any type of congestive uh, lung disease, and that can be or pulmonary disease, that can be certainly concerning or not not to the best interest of the patient and or client. So uh, I like the individual sauna booths that are one on one, that are monitored, you know, by a technician or a physician, the entire two and a half to three minutes. You're never left you know never by yourself. It's always monitored. You're talked with the whole time, just making sure you're comfortable. Uh, because in our clinics we run three minutes, but you can opt to just only do two and a half. Although that's very rare that we have someone stop at two and a half minutes, that last 30 seconds is really the invigorating portion of it that people tend to really enjoy as well, just that, that that rejuvenations concept, even though that's no pun intended. It's the name of our actual corporations, Rejuvenations Incorporated. And that's really, you know, what I love about it is rejuvenating. And so, again, the nitrogen, we use medical-grade nitrogen. Many centers are using uh, what is known as food-grade nitrogen, and medical-grade is just the purest form of nitrogens probably uh, from a technical standpoint, the safest to use uh, to spray into a human body. Something I certainly recommend people uh, seek out in centers that use medical grade nitrogen. Um, And again, I like the nitrogen fuel because it allows us to get to the coolest temperatures at those minus 200 and you know, from minus 200 to minus 300 degrees, which some of the other centers use electricity and electricity at best, they claim minus 160. Any of the research I've read, um, really notes that they can sustain a temperature at about minus 130 at best, which is still ridiculously cold. But the issue with electric, too, is it can't draw all the moisture out. So it could feel even more intense or more unpleasant than a minus 300 degree nitrogen chamber or nitrogen sauna as we utilize. Uh, so it could be actually less less comfortable from that standpoint, too, just the fact that, you know, like an ice bath or like a cold shower or a cold pool, you can have some unpleasant uh, sensation from that little bit of moisture. That's why with whole body cryotherapy uh, saunas, you really can't be you can't come into a, a whole body uh, cryotherapy sauna if you're sweaty, or you know, again if you just worked out because that sweat will freeze and actually cause micro burns on the skin because literally moisture will freeze in about somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 60 seconds. So the clients that get into cryo saunas need to be you know dried off or you know, at room, at room temperature, so to speak, not uh, not coming in damp or or sweaty from from exercise. But the so night. Doctor Ron. Yeah. Doctor
0: Ron. What, uh, why don't you tell uh, our co-hosts and our audience about uh, why you are attracting uh, mixed martial artists and uh, athletes to to this type of treatment?
3: Yeah, well, I mean, the athletes are the ones that really made it popular. But in our centers, we are getting quite a few, especially in the last, Jesus, uh, just in the last month, we've had several of the mixed martial artists, the karate uh, studios, have caught on to it. Just because, you know, when they're when you're looking at boxing and martial arts, there's kicking and punching, and when you're sparring, you know, those those impacts to the body can cause bruising. We have fighters that have come in with broken ribs, uh, you know, just general overtraining. And that's really where the promise is with cryotherapy, because it's roughly a 50 to 60 percent more rapid recovery from overtraining or muscle soreness type of injuries, and it also be, you know, boosts hormonal response. So they're seeing an increase in testosterone and growth hormone. So anyone in the athletic industry is going to, you know, going to definitely dive in and, and like those effects. But again, you know, the overtraining, you know, kick to the thigh, it could really set someone back. You know, maybe one to two weeks can, you know, potentially be uh, you know, recovered much more quickly in a matter of days with uh repetitive whole body cryotherapy treatment. So that's why you know, I think uh, it's starting to spread around, you know, our County here with the athletes, especially the martial artists. Yeah. Dr. Ron,
1: is there any contraindication if an athlete is let's say taking steroids and they're getting cryotherapy?
3: It's a great question and I don't really know the answer to it. I mean, it might, it might magnify that response. uh again, you know, depending on what type of steroid they're taking and, and, and those matters, I'm not certain. But in the natural realm, it's been shown to, you know, boost natural uh, testosterone and release the growth hormones. So I'm not sure, you know, how that would overall fall into play with someone that's taking an exogenous, um, you know, injectables type of uh, anabolic steroid. I'm not really certain on that.
1: Are there any other contraindications, uh, any ailments or medications or anything like that that the patients would have to be concerned about?
3: Yeah, the the beauty of whole body cryotherapy is really the only thing we're looking to screen out is you know pregnancy and pacemaker. If you're a female and you're pregnant, not a not a good idea. You're not allowed to to you know run into a cryotherapy center for that. Or yeah, if you had a pacemaker. The other thing we really look at is any type of cardiovascular issues, such as a prior. Well, if you've had a prior history of stroke. That could be that could be something that could be a total contraindication. Uh, if you have phlebitis or any type of uh, clotting, you know, factors, that's something that you know we'd want to note because it does create a massive perfusion of blood flow through the arms and legs, so it does increase that circulatory response. And really, the other one is high blood pressure, meaning in a neighborhood of 160, 180, even toward a you know what would be all all and all, all considered you know needing a medical attention or medical emergency. So other than really. Uh, rampant or uncontrolled blood pressure, prior history of stroke, um, you know, venous stasis, any type of thrombus, that's really about it. So there's really not a whole lot of contraindications other than those. And it it's okay for children? Uh, what's is there an age limit? Uh in general as an industry, the industry standard has been a minimum age of thirteen and really the rationale behind it more than anything and there could and there could be some other reasons, but the main thing as I see it is height essentially a height requirement because we have to be able to elevate you know, an individual. So if you're under four foot seven or so, it's sometimes difficult depending on the type of equipment you have to get someone in a safe range. So they're not breathing a hundred percent rich air, nitrogen.
2: Dr. Ron, Dr. Ron. Go ahead.
0: Dr. Dr. Dan. Dan.
2: Yeah. Hi, Dr. Ahead, Dan. Dan. Um, We were talking about testosterone and uh, the metabolic steroids and so forth. What about uh, people that are on prednisone and have autoimmune diseases and things like osteo and rheumatoid arthritis and and, uh, myasthenia gravis and anything else along those lines? Is there any contraindication for, for this type of therapy in this case? Has that been studied yet? You know, I don't know. I don't know
3: specific research to that effect, but I do know that essentially the, the, you know, the reason why whole body cryotherapy is really born about was to treat just what you're asking. You know, those, those autoimmune inflammatory conditions. So the goal would be, and we certainly had these cases over the years, is to, you know, work toward taking a, a patient slash client that's on prednisone or some form of uh, corticosteroid, and hopefully get them to a point where they don't need the the pharmaceutical corticosteroid can control that inflammatory state, you know, or, or manage it, you know, with a form of natural treatment like whole body cryotherapy. So that would would be Mm -hmm. where I would see, you know, working with the physician, seeing how the, how the patient's response is to a different form of uh, inflammatory, you know, something that can reduce pro-inflammatory hormones, the pro-inflammatory cytokines and do it naturally. Have you had any experience with like dementia or autism
1: treating with cryotherapy?
3: Personally, I haven't gotten into any of those realms. I mean, it is being used in um, MS cases. Um, we do know that, you know, the good types of stress produces, uh, you know, autophagy, the cleaning up of the senescent cells. So really cleaning out dead cells of the body. Same when we're looking at, uh, you know, the sauna therapy, you know, the the heat stress, the cold stress, those protein production. Uh, there is some research out there talking about BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factors Uh, So definitely there's some evidence out there supporting, you know, uh, adaptation and neuronal response in the brain. So I think there's, you know, I think there's definitely a lot of promise with it. I just haven't had any direct uh, experience or got kind of charted into that uh, territory, mostly focused on the basis of joint pain and inflammation as a a general whole in the athletic and elderly people that are just very active in this community.
0: Now the uh, patient it's a, yeah, a neither, stressor, right it,
3: it's a stress it's a cold stress or heat stress right yeah, so cold stress or heat stress it's a that's a for a term that they use called hormesis, so it's it's the it's the good type of stress because it's temporary, so you do get you know you do get an adrenaline push, you do get a little rise in cortisol, but it's not stained, and so that's you know that's the that's the type of stress even with weightlifters or doing um, high intensity interval training for short bursts are really really helpful in adapting the body and maintaining the overall integrity of the body so they they're the things that uh you know we like to see and they're good you know that we do see good responses to and now,
0: the other Dr. thing that, 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 that I'm sorry Dr Jerry uh, the other thing that we were talking about uh, when you expose your body to uh, cold temperatures for short periods of time you get this mitochondrial uh, reset and you get more brown adipose tissue rever- uh, so to help people that are obese is, have you seen that
3: yeah and, that, and as you well know I mean that's that's the kind of the real craze and buzzword right now when we're talking about Alzheimer's and dementia in those categories is uh, you know the browning of the fat or increasing in mitochondrial substrate the you know mitochondrial biogenesis so as you do that you know, you're basically You're basically for those that haven't heard of mitochondria, mitochondria, the energy cells are organelles that produce energy in the body. And as we age, we start to decline in, the, in those systems. And when the mitochondrial substrate is less and your energy production is less, you know, the associated effect is a suppressed immune function. So there's a lot uh, coming out now from many well known people out there in the field of natural medicine about this term mitochondria and really looking to. You know, that as a primary factor in, you know, in anti-aging and managing, um, you know, telomere, looking at the DNA structures, now that they're really getting detailed into that and have the technology to take a look at, you know, basically chronological age versus actual age or, or you know, what your what your appearance might be. So that, you know, those things are really becoming, uh, becoming popular. And as far as the cryotherapy, whole body cryotherapy, yes, because, you know, at that two and a half minute Heading into a three-minute interval, it's not uncommon to see a, a shivering response, and that shivering response produces, you know, the, the force of the body to try and warm itself back up. And so that that the human frame, in its effort to keep itself warm, and in that survival mode, will will tend to increase browning of the fat or increase the mitochondrial substrate over a period of time. So that's certainly another you know, another area that's going to be talked about and dove into quite a bit, I would think, in the next few years. Yeah, Dr.
1: Ron, do you do any, like, nutritional workups with people to, you know, try to enhance their
3: their health in addition, you know, with the cryotherapy? We do. I mean, my kind of my new tagline has been transforming lives, and so we're really looking at uh, – you know, not just the ability to relieve aches and pains, but again, getting to the the root, you know, the root cause. So looking at where, look at where someone is in their lifestyle, you know, are they active, are they exercising, are they, uh, you know, a sugar burner or are they a fat burner and kind of our new movement or certainly, you know, my push in the last six to eight months has been moving toward time-restricted feeding and, uh, you know, getting back to kind of the primal, you know, primal uh, design, primitive design of Uh, hunter-gatherer and timing of the eating and the types of food choices. So we do definitely, we try to keep it not so complicated as well. So we try and bring in some very simple concepts to not scare people away so they don't get any benefit from some of the ideas that we have to share. So we try to start out really basic and simple and kind of my whole nutritional realm is designed to be not difficult, but to start someone in very, to ease someone into it, you know, very gently so that they can be successful and, you know, have some tools to, to transfer out and continue on their own once they're, they're done typically m- might be a six to eight week kind of runner period with us and then um, you know they can find whatever tools like cryotherapy or chiropractic or whatever have you you know to maintain you know their state of health from a physical perspective if it's you know if we're talking about you know pain or just longevity so you're recommending very strongly
1: that they hold off their Dunkin Donuts at least to one o'clock right
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how we
3: start that's literally how we start. We don't even ask them to stop the Dunkin' Donuts, but we ask them to do just what you said. Funny enough, that's how I start out.
2: Just one cream donut, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Doctor Ron, do, when you do chiropractic, Doctor Ron, um, uh, you do the chiropractic after you do the cryo, the cryotherapy.
3: Do you, more uh, do you have to
2: than time than not.
3: Not necessarily. More times than not, I I will see someone after they do the cryotherapy because once we cool them down, you know, the chiropractic is going to increase circulation and kind of enhance the warming up process. So just kind of from that perspective makes sense. But then again, depending on, you know, that we have walk-ins for cryotherapy. So if that happens and just depending if I'm already with somebody or not, we'll do what's in the best interest of our schedule. Uh, I don't know that it's that critical. I've, I've been asked that question. Patients have asked me that question. I don't really have a a huge preference but somewhere in the realm of common sense as far as just when someone's cold going through the cryotherapy and in the process of warming back up that the, the uh, chiropractic is uh is not such a bad thing to do afterwards but i don't i don't really know that overall it makes that much of a difference it's more just that process of warming you know warming the body back up which by the way only ends up taking about maybe three minutes certainly by five minutes there. You know, very, very adapted. Their skin temperatures back to normal, and all that. So the the clients are very comfortable um,
0: at okay. that point. And would you say that they are they are happier? And do you, do you see the a change in their mood uh, when they come out of your, out of the uh, sauna?
3: I I really do. That's probably one of the most exciting things for me. Um, seeing people come in that are a little bit. Uh, either just tired or you're either a little bit depressed or just uh, not thinking this is going to be a thing that's going to help them at all, kind of, uh, you know, kind of pooh the the fact that the cryotherapy might be something that might actually help them. And then watching their face literally change when they come out and come up front. We typically do a, uh, about a three minute round of whole body vibration, basically for what I just mentioned about following a whole body cryotherapy session with chiropractic. If they aren't seeing me at all for a chiropractic, they'll get on a vibration platform, again for the purposes of expediting blood flow through their feet and through their legs and stimulating the nervous system and lymph flow and what have you. But yes, you uh, well more than common anyone in this industry will definitely account for. You can see in people's faces just they they look lighter, they're smiling more, just their overall affect changes, and that's for me. I, that's really what I love watching.
0: Uh, yeah, that's great. And when I'm down at your, your centers, that's what I see, people coming out smiling, full of endorphins, ready to rock and roll. Dr. Ron, we have a couple people, maybe they want to ask some questions. Uh, we have a 215 uh, number here. Any any questions from you for Dr. Ron? No problem. I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. And 561, any questions for Dr. Ron? Okay, I guess no questions from uh, the two I picked. Okay, so Dr. Ron, uh, uh, I, I I am really discharged up about cryo because of, of the mitochondrial uh, excitation and the fact that every time they come back, it looks like they to me when I'm down there uh, or up there now, now. They can take more cold than they could initially. Do you do you find that that that's the case? Yeah, I would say you know not always, but more typical than
3: not, I would say you're 100% correct. As people go through, typically by the time someone's through their minimum of three to six sessions, they are are more tolerable. The only, the only issue there, I, I totally agree with that. The only issue is when we started out, we were running at higher temperatures, and now I've kind of made it uh, to the point that it's really quite comfortable all the way through. But uh, it's still, you know, the last 20 or 30 seconds are still pretty intense for the majority of people. So, yeah, that, that last 30 seconds tends to be um, much more comfortable and much more easy for anyone to, to follow through as they get through the third, fourth, fifth session. So you do see – you definitely do see that adaptation process and the, the body building up, you know, its tolerance to those stresses. Yeah, and, Dr. Rund, do, tell- do you find
1: at the end of like three to six sessions – that the athletes have more endurance as a result
3: of treatment. Well, yeah, I mean they definitely do. The interesting part about that is uh, they they tend to have more endurance wow. after the very first, <laughs> after the very first time they come through. The ones wow. that have gone back to train in the afternoon and been in in the morning, I've heard over and over again how their workouts were intensified after doing the whole body cryotherapy. So that rapid recovery, you know that uh, you know that vasodilation or vasoconstriction, vasodilation effect of the uh, noradrenaline and what have you looking at looking at that circulatory response as well, not just the reduction in inflammation. They really seem to get, you know, quite a bit of increase in oxygenation to the tissues. So that that is definitely something we're noticing.
0: Dr. Ron, uh, uh, cryotherapy is really, I mean, every place I read, every place I go, it's only three minutes. I think our audience has to know that it's a three minute chunk of time out of your life. It's not a, you know, a marathon, uh, Office visit, and and I'm seeing more and more about mitochondrial and boosting your health. And I'm wondering if you're telling people that they don't have to have rheumatoid or osteo that this this type of treatment, if they give it a try, you know, can improve uh, mitochondrial function and their metabolic efficiency.
3: Well, yeah, we do. I mean, uh, as a whole, you know, in in trying to, you know, my big push right now, more than ever, is really getting my current clientele. To spread the word, and we've done different things to help that out, but uh, essentially, you know, the general public as a whole really isn't aware of why they would do whole-body cryotherapy. So it is a, it is a task I think as we proceed, and and some of it will come on automatically as it becomes more and more popularized. Which I'm certainly personally seeing a dramatic increase in opening of uh, cryo centers, and, and my hopes are just that. The centers that open do things the right way so that we continue to develop a, a good thing and not try and push the envelope when it's unnecessary as far as the, te- the advances in the, the technology and the cold. But um, but, I, but certainly when we have people come through our centers, that's something I'm talking about all the time is you know just some of the things I'm learning about in anti-aging and kind of the sidebar, the secondary effects of better sleep, better energy. Softening of the skin, uh, you know, lessening of the uh, cellulite deposits for the ladies. So There's a lot of just even aesthetic things that are that are really being noted and, and discussed and being seen, which are are really fun. And then overall, you know, looking at the ability to, uh, you know, clean out the body from a cleansing perspective is uh, is something we we get into whether we talk about cause I you know we have people that are sometimes very well versed in this industry like like you talk about on your show every week and we'll hear the term reactive oxygen species, we'll hear about autophagy, we'll hear these words that were really never talked about much before about how the body using hot and cold technologies amongst nutritional changes can really cleanse itself and uh, remove debris that can, can become quite damaging over time if, if that doesn't take place. So there is yeah, some, Dr. There is some yeah, really Dr. Ron I have a quick
1: question. Uh, is there a wait period, let's say, between treatments, do you recommend once a week, twice a week, or...
3: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, you're going to get different answers probably from different people in in the field. For me, the way I look at it is I, I typically like a a 3-day a week program, so for example, generally be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday because mm-hmm. it's, it it really my it's my opinion, been my opinion that I like the body to equilibrate on day 2. If they come in on Monday, I don't know that I always want to continue to push the adrenaline system or push the body and augment the body's natural response. So I typically am very comfortable with having that uh, every other day for two to four weeks and essentially reevaluate it the second and fourth week, just from a symptom perspective. Uh, and if not, you know, as well as a clinical perspective, if they're, if they're seeing me for that, because the one thing also to mention, whole body cryotherapy in the in this country is really still claimed in the fitness realm. So it doesn't require a medical exam, Uh, So people come in and aren't being diagnosed with a a specific condition through myself or one of our other doctors, but may have been diagnosed by their current physician, but still they can come in for whole body cryotherapy uh, without going through that whole medical, you know, route. So they can fill out a waiver, go through the cryotherapy, and, and just see for themselves, you know,
0: how they feel and identify with that. So, Dr. Ron, how, if somebody wants cryotherapy how, and they're in Florida, how do they get a hold of you? Or if someone wants uh, you to set up a center for them, how do they contact you?
3: Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty easy to find. I've become pretty popularized on on the Internet there. So if you type in, you know, Dr. Ron Repisi or our website is cryo, C-R-Y-O, Naples. Uh, we also have Cryo Fort Myers for those that are up in that area, in 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 our my immediate area. So cryonaples.com, or certainly you can always call our office. And our phone number here is 239-658-COOL, uh, which is 239 uh, 658 But the easiest way is probably just to, uh, to Google us on, uh, you know, on the net.
0: Okay, and are you available for consultation with... Uh... Uh, spas and whatever they want to put these units in uh, their uh, facility. Sure. Yeah, we are very open to that. Okay, Dr. Uh, Dr. Dan any questions for Dr. Ron? Uh
2: yes, uh, have there been any um psychological um um Psychological problems that have been uh, helped by this uh, type of therapy, like uh, people that are having marital problems or or even even sexual, sexual problems. Let's let's get into that um, Well yeah, seem um, to help any of this or, or as you get older to increase the function of the situation?
1: Well Doctor Dan I have a special unit for guys over <laughs> seventy that uh, it's a ten minute thing and you stay stiff for two days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put your head in
2: Dan, and no actual right. charge. <laughs> That's what they
3: call localized treatment.
2: <laughs> but have, have you heard of have you heard of anyone who who said that this has uh, helped our marriage or, has, you know, helped our uh, situation? And uh, I used to be depressed, and I used to be anxious, and now I really feel. Yeah, that?
3: no, I really, haven't, I really haven't had anything come up as of yet over the three years where someone's come to me specifically claiming any type of success uh, in enhancing their relationship. But the one thing I can say is just controlling stress and some of the things that we do as a whole in our centers is, is you know, relaxation and part of the education is stress management. So I think just from some basic uh, coaching perspectives that we just automatically incorporate into our structure, into our routine and the practice, um certainly we've helped many people um from a functional point you know the main thing i would say is when someone's in pain especially if it's you know it's back pain things of that nature that can create a lot of other dysfunctions in and of itself so if we right. can if we can get that inflammatory state down you know then just having people more functional overall their capabilities all the way around are going to tend to improve And certainly the, you know, increase in general circulation, and I don't have anyone really that I could bring to to mind uh, on on that realm specifically with sexual functioning, but uh, I would have to imagine that there's probably uh, some good responses there too, just something I'll have to Mm -hmm. um, look into, I guess, moving forward.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I I was serious about that from a medical standpoint. You know, that's that's where my question came from. Yeah, we've talked so about and my father. And I've talked about what's that? I will have to ask uh, uh, Dr. Jerry what, uh, what, what his idea is and uh, see what's going on there too. <laughs> sure. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Dr.
0: Ron, as we talked about, he, 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 one of his mentors is Dr. Dan Kalish, and we had a show and a program on functional medicine. And uh, so Dr. Ron is, uh, well, you know what, let me just brag about my son. He's board certified chiropractic neurology. He's, he's uh, He has a, 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 uh, a certificate for functional medicine from Dr. Kalish. I mean, he's certified by the American Back Society, the American Pain Society. And others that I don't even know about, but they, he, he really runs a first class center and, and from a knowledge base, you know, he, it's 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 not, he, he's been there for a long time. He's going to be there. And uh, this, this cryo in, intrigued both of us when we saw it. And uh, it is three minutes. That's the beauty of this It's three minutes. You don't go to the physical therapy for an hour. You know, it's three minutes and, and has better results for back pain than physical therapy does. So, Dr. Jerry, what were you going to say, sir? I was going to say, can you
1: drink a cup of coffee while you're getting cryotherapy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, if you want iced coffee. <laughs> <Great>.
2: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <An>
2: icicle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Dr. Ron, that, that, you you really uh, informed our, our listeners. That, that was a great presentation Uh Dr. Dan, Dr. Jerry has some good questions. And, uh, and then I'd like maybe you could come back again when we can get Dr. Kalish on because uh, he's always sure. been a great guest when you and I were doing the program and uh, talk about the uh, LEDs and the other uh, 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 products you have to offer for, for clients for uh, either weight or, or slim and trim, uh, whatever. I mean, you're know, you a full full service center.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Now, now we incorporate all of it together in a, in a, co- in a combination because it all just works so beautifully
0: together. We have a really nice,
3: nice, simple system now, very effective.
0: So, the, so, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron uh, Repussy, uh in, from uh, Naples and Fort Myers, Florida, Rejuvenations uh, uh, Center, Rejuvenations Chiropractic. Uh, I know his office number is uh, 239-331-5886. And the cryo number, Doctor Ron?
3: Yeah, either one. The number you mentioned is uh, that'll be that'll come up as well. The two three nine is our area code. Three three one five eight eight six, or the number I mentioned is our vanity number because it ends in the word cool. That's two three nine six five eight two six six five. So six five eight two six six five. Either way, you will speak to someone live twenty four hours a day, and we can get you set up for an appointment. And as you've already clearly mentioned, the beauty of the whole body cryotherapy is a new client from start to finish would be about 15 minutes and a second session would be about 7 to 10 minutes at at most as the whole body cryotherapy routine in and of itself is only two and a half to three minutes. So that three minute time frame is is something I've always loved about it. It's fast and it's effective and it's affordable for people to get in and and enjoy some, some natural pain relief.
0: Okay, well, thank you, Dr. Ron, and uh, uh, I'm going to let him go. Dr. Dan, you're okay, and uh, you know no follow-ups, Dr. Jerry.
1: Yeah, but one quick okay. question: the the duration from the treatment, like with lower back, do you find that the pain keeps away for a week or two, or or it's, it takes multiple treatments to, to get that type of result? Um,
3: the majority of people in the first you know, first, second or third time through whole body cryo would typically see a dramatic improvement in their pain on average. Um and I and I have to say very confidently, typically within the first session there there is a symptomatic improvement even from day one. And that's probably you know, again, other than seeing people uh and, and the excitement in their eyes and, and the affect and all that is, is, is another part another component but it also is inclusive of just just a human being realizing that hey, this is you know this is alleviated some of the symptoms, if not you know a higher higher level than just a little bit. You know we've seen cases where people come come in with say I had a gentleman come in, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I had a fighter come in. It was two weeks ago now with a groin pull and hip pain, and he was limping in, and I watched him come into our waiting area doing a, a, a kind of a circular kick with his leg and basically saying, I'll be darned, I don't have any more pain. And he, he was that shocked that he could come into the office limping like that and walk out before he even walk out testing his hip and thigh by performing a, a martial arts maneuver, a kick. So we, get, we certainly get those incredible cases. But um, within those first three cryotherapy visits, even my neuropathy cases, I've been really getting great results. Um, so, in that first to second week, typically we're seeing some really, really nice changes. And as far as sustainability, a lot of it's going to come down, as you know, uh, lifestyle. And depending on what maybe brought it on to begin with, if you're a fighter and they keep doing intensive training, then they're going to need some management because uh, the likelihood of them constantly uh, re aggravating, re injuring, restraining is, is going to be there. So, there's those concepts to consider as far as sustainability. But from just an, uh, an acute or mild inflammatory state, it could be very, very long-lasting, uh, even, even as little as uh, a few weeks of whole-body cryotherapy. Great. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Okay. Well, I think you've been listening to Dr. Ron Reprisey from Naples Cryo and Fort Myers Cryo. And uh, Dr. Dan, did you want to get in there?
2: Yeah, I wanted to thank uh, Dr. Ron Jr. for a terrific, uh, terrific uh, explanation of this uh, uh, cryotherapy. And um, I guess I asked the questions I had in mind, and uh, I got good answers. So thank you very much. Appreciate it.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's nice, nice to be back okay. on the show.
0: Okay, so I'm going to leave you with one thing to do, uh, get a date from Dr. Kalish for us. we Will do. Shouldn't be a problem. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you, Ron, and uh, we will have you back. Well, I was uh, Dr. Ron and I, I you know, I keep learning too even though uh, uh you know, I I'm I'm down at the center trying to help them out every now and then. Uh you know uh, we were going to talk about a lot of different things today and uh, you know, Dr. Ron mentioned Alzheimer's uh and, and everybody's trying to come up with something. Drug makers are spending billions of dollars. Nothing is is put on, on that I see is on the horizon. It's definitely not the ibuprofen. Uh, so I want to tell you what I think the doctor of the future might be telling you. Take two beets to call me in the morning. You heard me. Beets, a root vegetable. You either love them or hate them. I'm not going to go into all the research, but this was some great research at the University of South Florida, and they found this is a powerful medicine. Okay, that, that these, it's presented their findings at a conference. And it talks about the, the tannin, the red color of these bees appears to inhibit chemical reactions in the brain that are now thought to be the main cause of Alzheimer's. So just think of that. You won't be spending 4000 or $5,000 a month. You may be just eating a couple bees. Think about that, Dr. Jerry. But beetroot juice, ladies and gentlemen, is has tremendous, powerful its ability to lower your blood pressure. Uh, I mean, in fact, if you take a lower blood pressure medications, your readings may uh, your readings may make it down too low. So if you want a little advice, uh, start drinking or eating beans every day. Know that they can turn your urine pink or dark red, depending on how much you ingest. They can darken your bowel movements. The only question with beans, ladies and gentlemen, if you're especially prone to kidney stones or gout, remember that these veggies are high in oxalates. Uh, something that anyone who suffers from these conditions uh, should avoid in excessive amounts. So, you just looks like it may have some promise in Alzheimer's. There's sure no drug that can uh, that, that it can work half as well as the... Okay,
2: Dr. Dan, I am. Uh, yeah, I was having some trouble there. I don't know if I'm breaking up, but you were breaking up, Dr. Ron, and I couldn't quite get everything that that you uh, said right right there. But oh okay,
0: well, um, yeah, I they were getting a thunderstorm. But I was talking about red beets, uh, right? Right, I'll, about the
2: oxalates and the uh, gout, and you have to watch out for those yeah, if you're no, sensitive. Two
0: beets okay. right. in the morning, give me a call. Uh, so uh,
2: you have to make sure you're you're not sensitive to these things, so you don't form stones. Correct. Exactly right. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, so ladies and oxygen. gentlemen. I, I, a friend of mine got so drunk last night when he walked across the dance floor, he won the dance contest. I mean, it was incredible. He just couldn't make it across. They thought he was dancing. So that's, my, uh, that's all I have to say about that. So uh, we had a great show, Dr. Dan. I think Dr. Jerry left us. We had just a great show. And uh, uh, Dr. Ron did, did explain his uh, procedure quite well. And uh, we'll uh, be back again next week with episode 254 incredible ladies and gentlemen we're on blocktalkradio.com, Stitcher iTunes, Google Play, Alexa uh, I mean if you if you uh, enable the MyCast album uh, getting Dr. run filtered uncensored okay we're going to see you next week and thank you Dr. Dan and thank you Dr. Jerry we'll catch up with you later and see you on the radio
2: have a good one God bless you Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left
0: the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on livetalkradio.com See you next week. Ciao.